Okay. Welcome back, folks. So as some of you might know, we just went public. Oh my god, my headphone is wrapped around the steering wheel, and I'm holding an avocado toast in one hand. Cue the awkward door noise. Okay, folks. Today, you're going to go on a journey of me attempting to go get Starbucks. First, I got to fucking figure out if the microphone is on the right side. There it is. I was like, is it dangling? Is that the one around the steering wheel? So I actually, if it works out, we don't know yet. We're pricing. We're broke right now. Um, I might be getting some good recording equipment so you, y'all don't have to hear and like weird little noises, which that was a reenactment of my door noise that I made. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so you're going to get some real crunch value in today because I am, well, my toast is a bagel. We, we got the everything bagel from Einstein's. And it's an Einstein company bagel. So it's not from the store. We don't have an Einstein's. But we do have these. And I'm going to wholeheartedly say this, and it's a bold statement. Not as good as Costco. Mm-mm. No. Cannot compare. Oh, look, a little tribe of new students or perspective. Beautiful, beautiful. Tours are plenty, I suppose. Everyone, it looks like Seattle. Snow is here, but it's so dingy. And it makes it so much colder. And it really is. Mm. Oh, my. You know, sometimes people here they dress weird okay like they dress weird and i see it sometimes and you only like in colorado you see someone dress weird you're like okay it's normal here no like i see like normal 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 and then i see a random woman wearing tights knee highs and leg warmers and they're all different patterns (laughs) i'm gonna be real it's confusing to me So, folks, we've had some depressing episodes. Not as much tea. Now, people, it's going to get real. It is going to get real. We're going to be talking about boys. And some other people. Mm Mm-hmm. There we go. And some, some drama. A little anticipation on your end. So basically, this week has been weird as fuck. Why has it been weird as fuck? Blainly, because everyone I know has talked to their ex-boyfriend this week. Everyone I know. Some of them have been good, some of them have been great, some of them have been horrible, i.e. myself. And, you know, we had to cry for a day about it and go see our therapist twice and we feel better. We're doing better. Um, 
my God, it's the same man. I saw this dude, unrelated. I saw this dude on campus. He looks young in the face. He has a fro. But on the fro, he has gray hair. Old or young, you decide. Old, young, or stressed. You make that decision for yourself. I will not make it for you. But imagine... Um, oh my god. Who's in, like, Pineapple Express? A kid that looks like that dude, okay? We Unidentifiable age. Um... So today, I'm actually gonna not cut when I, um, order my Starbucks because I have been told so many times throughout my entire life that I have a cunty, and I quote, ordering voice. Oh my god, I just burped. I'm so sorry. I don't care. Um, and I want to see if you guys think that's true. (laughs) So we're gonna go for it. You get to have a full car ride experience with me. Sometimes, I mean, I say unedited, completely raw. Mostly this is, okay. But I don't normally think that y'all want to hear about me going to go buy ice cream in a store and walking around. No. Do you want to know why? I don't think that you care about that because you don't. Um, so I never include it. God, it's like everyone's going to Starbucks. Stop. Stop. What, what do you... And ma'am... This lady just, like, whipped out an orange. You and your, I think, Virginia. Virginia license, please. Go back to Virginia, sweetie. Okay. Uh, I can't say that. I'm not from here. Um, basically, now I'm in a line. Uh, but everyone I know has talked to their exes. And that has been super fucking weird, dude. It's been weird. Ma'am, you're not gonna... This lady just, like, comes up behind me and she's looking like, is there another way into the line? Like, no. We would not all be waiting here if there was another... There's another way in, okay? And there's not. Um, and she's like, she's doing a loop. Ma'am. Oh, God. Um, also, I'm worried you don't, unless you're from here, know how f- really weird the parking lot is um, at the Starbucks. Because... If you back out and you're by the recycling bin, you could very well hit someone in line. Horrible, horrible design. Um, oh, a movement. Oh, you're not, you're not gonna move. Oh God. Um, train of thought, as always, never on point. But basically, folks, yeah. So everyone called their exes. Ma'am, don't back up. Do not. Do not attempt to back up while someone else is moving. Oh my god, they have a person in the far back of their car. There's a person in the trunk. What you see in college is just... It's amazing. I thought I was a dog. No, they they have a Honda CRV, And they have a human in their back. I mean, props, but like it's not party time yet. So I don't know why you're storing her back there. Odd. Um... Basically, <laughs> I, I keep like going off on tangents, and that's it's honestly why I kind of like this show. Is I think that I want this to be like personal. Like I want you to feel like you're having a conversation with a friend, and I think that's what's cool about it. That's what I like when I'm, you know, sir, ma'am, whoever. I'm not letting you in. No, no, I'm not. I need 
I mean, my venti, and you're just, you and I think your animal are going to have to get over it because you entered through the wrong direction, okay? Um, yeah, I like that it feels like I'm, I'm your bitchy friend, you know? Um, I think that that is the best part of this. That's why I love my idol, my inspiration, Melissa Broder. Oh, my God. You and... Brittany Welter, shout her out. You all have to, I'm going to put a pause on this, all have to go listen to Brittany Welter's new podcast called, I literally just started listening to her little kind of cameo thing today. She is one of my sorority sisters and actually one of the sweetest people ever. She does amazing art and she's a new podcast called Keeping It Local. Go check it out. It's available on Spotify, Apple, and of course, Anchor. She is great, and she's going to be doing some actually, if you want to listen to some genuine, like, interviews and not something so casual, um, I think that she is a really good place to go for that. Um, We have very different styles, and she has amazing recording equipment, so you're about to hear some better sound when you go listen to her, but I think that she's going to have an amazing podcast, and I want you all to go check it out. That's Baseline. Ooh. He is skating with his Starbucks through the window. Okay. That is so... You know when you have those days and you just notice, like, all the weird shit around you? Like, that is... I'm noticing that there are so many odd people. Um, Baseline. My ex called me, and I think that's why I'm trying to avoid it. Well, he didn't call me. We texted. And this is how the day went. Okay. So we need to, we need to have some backstory, folks. So I don't know how many days ago, some amount of days, I went on a date with this person who is in another organization on my campus. I'm not going to name names, um, but she is in another organization that we kind of bump into each other a lot. And out of personal respect for her, she is a very nice person. Like I said, I'm just really not going to give any more information beyond that point. Uh, But she mentioned (laughs) that she had heard a lot about me. And I was like, chilling. So this is like, we're going to watch a movie. And not only movie, only a movie. But Coop, if you're listening, she was going to watch our movie. We were going to watch our movie. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And... I thought it was kind of odd. I was like, wow, I love this movie, but odd. And I kind of feel uncomfortable watching it now. Um, And this, get ready for, honestly, one of the most honest episodes you're ever going to get from me. Over the past year, I have had a very definitely interesting time. And... I've kind of blamed myself a lot for the breakup, okay? I did. I was like, it was my fault. Well, I was in an emotionally abusive relationship, and that is not something that I could say until now. That is not something that I realized. I was in a relationship with someone who, at some points, did was a very caring and loving person. But I was in a relationship that was completely toxic. I was told that I was fat, 
I was told that I was a seven looks and personality wise. I was, I was criticized on everything I wore. Um, he would dress me in the way that he wanted me to dress. It was a very, you know, interesting time. And I'm about to order my Starbucks, so get ready for the cunty voice, folks. But oh, we're, we're not close enough yet. The other CRB is too, too fatty. We can't get through. But yeah, I was in an abusive relationship emotionally. Um, he never physically touched me. He never physically harmed me. But I can wholeheartedly say that that was the, one of the most painful experiences of my life to be ripped down as a human being. Starbucks time. <clears throat> Hello. I'll be with you at one second. Okay. We're on hold. Can I get a venti green tea latte with an extra scoop of matcha and light ice, please? Matcha and then light ice. Very, very light, like the most minimal amount of ice. Very light, like literally like bottom of the cup, like barely any. Okay. And then if I could get a cookie cake pop, please. Okay. Pop. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right, so Thank you so much. Bye. Okay, um, I want you to let me know if I sounded cunty. Yes, I do have a very specific Starbucks order. If they had oat milk, I would also include that. But I need my green tea, and I need it now. And the matcha powder, these people get skimpy, okay? Like, I am not saying it's every Starbucks. It is mainly my hometown Starbucks. You know which one I'm saying. If you know me, I'm not calling out a location or a name or any of those employees because I love Starbucks. But plainly, they don't know how to do light ice, and they don't know how to add matcha, okay? And it's upsetting as fuck. I'm gonna roll my window because probably people can hear me. Oh my god. And I always get a cookie cake pop because treat yourself, okay? Treat yourself. There is like, why not? Like, why not get the cookie cake pop? Why not do that for yourself today? Oh my god, I have avocado on my pants. No. Oh, that's what I fucking forgot. Okay, this bitch, me... I was like, we gotta put something in the dryer. I go and wash my black leggings. And I was like, we're going out tonight. What do I do? I don't. Anyway, back to thing. Yeah, I was in a severely emotionally abusive relationship and it was awful. Um, I, and the worst part about it is I lost who I was. I would have done anything for him. And really until recently, I still would have. So over winter break, I don't know if I, I think I may have mentioned this in a previous episode. Um, I really don't know what I say anymore. <laughs> um, kind of all meshes together. I said that I actually talked to him again. So we had tried to be friends. We had tried to talk. And so that's why I was actually, I was kind of in this mode of 
you know, it was my fault. You know, that's what it must have been. And I think from talking to my therapist and talking to other people, she described that as a classic sign. And she said, I'm not telling you that you were emotionally abused, but that is a very classic sign of people that have been um, because they don't recognize the fact that it's not their fault. I thought it was because I was being really clingy or because my life was too much. And, you know, maybe maybe that played a factor, but that wasn't it. Even if you're clingy, even if you have a lot of shit going on in your life, you don't deserve that. And I, I'm kind of going over bare minimum stuff that happened because I'm not going to read you, you know, the countless things of being told that every single thing that I said was a joke, you know, because after a while, that, those things happen. But, um, so he called, well, we, we texted, right? And, um, hold on, I found another spot of avocado. Um, it's probably on my ass too, because I actually spilled the avocado toast in my seat before I got in the car. Um, he texted me and he actually told me something that broke my heart. So we're going to go back to the girl that I went on the date with. Like I said, we were about to watch our movie, Coop, our movie. And... Before, I said, so you said that you heard a lot about me. Who from? And then she turns to me and says, oh, I was friends with Cooper. And I was like, what? I stared at the ground for probably 15 minutes. I could not, like, I was like, what? English? Like, this, no comprende. Oh, my God. Like, this really can't be happening right now. And then she said, you know, he really missed you and he really loved you. And I was like, when, when did he tell you this? You know, like, when was this said? And it was actually right after we broke up. They had run into each other at a party. And he had been talking about, you know, his ex-girlfriend that he really loved and missed and how artistic she was and inspiring and... I guess he said a lot of very nice things about me and was very hurt about the breakup. But on the other hand, you know, to me, he was not paying me back for money for a storage unit that we got. He was calling me a whore. He was saying some of the nastiest things I had ever heard in my entire life to my face calling me texting me and you know I am not I am not immune to saying mean things back I think when you have a fight and a breakup like that you neither of you are very nice to each other um and I think that's that's plainly how that goes you're not you're not kind because you're you don't want to be friends you know um When someone is hurting you, I think it is very easy. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to find my charger because if we want to finish this podcast, I need to plug in my phone because I'm at 15%. Um, 
<clears throat> basically, I don't know. Oh shit, I think it's almost my turn. I think it's almost my Starbucks turn. And then we will continue. And I'll probably drive someplace and we can sit down and chit chat like friends and buds, okay? I don't, are they moving? Did they, is there six of them in a car and they all just ordered one drink? Okay, that's weird. Any, I think I still have time. But, um, basically, we had a really big falling out. And during that time, he actually said that to her. And he said that he really missed me. And I was like, that is untrue. Like, that is, I told her that. I was like, he didn't miss me. He didn't love me. That was actually, like, a really big point of contention in our breakup was I told him that I loved him. And he said, I don't think I can say that back to you. Oh, it is my time. Okay, hold on, guys. Good. How's yours? Yeah. It's been busy, but it's good. Yeah. I feel that. I'm a little exhausted today. <laughs> yeah. I'm off in like an hour, so it's not too bad. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Receipt? Uh, no, I don't want the receipt. Thank you, though. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You as well. Bye. You know, I think I really, I turn it around as I leave, okay? I sound cunty as I enter and nice as I leave. <clears throat> and thank God these straws don't break. They, oh, they don't break. I go to this place called, no one probably knows this if you live outside Montana, but City Brew. And there's straws. You try to like do the thing where you like kind of stab it into your leg. It doesn't work. They break. This feels like heaven in a cup. And this boy that I met at orientation. Sweet love of my life. Very nice. Very nice person. Made this for me. I saw him make it. And I was like, I don't remember your name. But you are a kind soul. Um, oh, shit. What if? No. We can go straight here. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. We get more monetary noises. Because I mean, my cake pop bitch. So, basically... He said all that to her, and I was like, lies. You know, because it's like, I don't know, I've been in the relationship. 
You just don't say that to me. Sorry guys, kick pop is like hard to, it's like a, a sandy consistency. It's like hard to eat. It's amazing, but it's like, well, it's like Play-Doh. Um, back to our point, folks. Um, basically, no, she said all that, and I really had to like be like, okay. Fight or flight response right now. My entire body was like, run, run, run. <laughs> because what do you do? Like, what do you what do you do in that situation? Are you like, I'm I'm gonna stay? No. And then I was kind of like, she was like, oh, I didn't know, and I was like, I that was just ah. <laughs> I think I kind of sounded similar to the tone that I just made of just like literally being like, I don't think you know like how bad of a breakup that was and we actually stopped talking a month ago. Um, and I, if I remember why we stopped talking in December, it was something like, I was like, how are you doing? Or like, oh my God, like I'm just so like tired. And he was just like, I just can't. And then I ended up finding out like, we're gonna flash forward because honestly, kind of irrelevant. She was kind of nice, but honestly, yeah, she she's very nice. Um, nothing against her. It just, well, you're gonna find out, okay? Um, baseline. Let's flash forward. So this is the weirdest day of my life. So far, well, right now, right now. I've had much weirder days. Um, but as of right now, this was a weird day in this week. And I'm with my friend, Ava. I love you, Ava. You're all I talk about, literally. It's like it's like I'm dating her, because when I talk to people and I talk to guys, I'm like, yeah, my friend Ava, my friend Ava, my friend Ava. I literally was telling her that. I was like, you are my life. Like, I, I have nothing else to talk about. Um, but... Basically, her ex called her, and, you know, I'm listening to this, and I'm kind of going through this kind of thought, because I had called, I called Lucas. If you're listening to this, I doubt you are, you know that I called you. Um, So the next day, I decided to really think about some things and decide, you know, as a lot of you know that listen to this, I, I go out with like a lot of people, um, never at the same time, you know, it's whatever. And i like to mention that none of the people that I'm mentioning in this, I am at all exclusive with dating or whatever. These are all just casual things and these have been agreed upon, agreed upon and every single party in this matter knows most of the information listed here. Um, and they have agreed to it. So <clears throat> I'm just going to put that out there. Um, so 
anybody trying to come for me being like, she's a cheater, very untrue facts. Um, basically, I talked to him, and the next day, I decided I wanted to make some cuts in my life. I wanted, I felt really uncomfortable after that date with that one person that I mentioned before, and it felt really wrong. If you listen to Forget Me Not, I mentioned that there was a very particular feeling that I felt with this person um, that I had not really felt in a long time. It was this level of being so comfortable. And you know, when you, when you go on a lot of dates, and I do, um, <clears throat> which I don't think is bad, I like to say. Uh, I think it's perfectly healthy to go on dates. I think you realize the type of people that you like um, and that you don't like and who you want. Basically, I've been on some awkward dates and you know, I actually had one recently that was really awkward where I couldn't even talk to the person. And that was that's not like how it is with him at all. I felt like I could 100% be myself I told him things that I have not told, you know, some of my closest friends they know, you know, via these podcasts or via other people, but they don't, I, I was very, very transparent as much as I could be and I could feel comfortable with being, um, and so I reached out and I said, you know, I said some things, basically, about, I kind of just shared my feelings. And I'm about to say something that kind of broke my heart in a moment. But when I say it back now, it was amazing. I still stand by what I said about thinking that he is, you know, someone that I really have a connection with. Um, If you're listening, that was never a lie. That was never, you know, something that I didn't mean. But we actually, through that conversation, it, it started out as him not wanting to be exclusive okay and then it went from me you know kind of being honestly like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it I was upset as fuck um I'm a very dramatic person and I am a very emotional person and to sorry I'm trying to parallel park and not hit someone's car and to have someone you know like kind of tell me like hey like I don't like, you're great, but I don't want to do that. Um, it it hurts, you know? Um, I don't think anyone's ever like, oh my god, this is so great. He told me that he doesn't want to date. Um, maybe you are. I don't know your life. But, like, I, I, pen- I spent the last five months. And honestly, I needed a reality check that it had been five months. <clears throat> Since I broke up with YouTube, if you're listening. <laughs> and I didn't take any any time to heal from that. 
I told the people that I saw afterwards that I had broken up with you four months before. And I think it had only been a month, maybe a week. And it was because I wanted to find something. I was putting a crutch, number one, on someone who didn't give a shit and was making me feel like shit. And I thought, like, I could find that, that empathetic human, that empathetic soul in someone else. And honestly, newsflash, ladies, you kind of fucking can't. Life doesn't come to you in this way where you have it all together, okay? It's just blatantly... It's just not how it works, okay? You can't go up to a random boy or meet someone on Tinder and expect for them to be the love of your life. Over the past year, because I didn't really start dating until college, I've set some pretty fucking unrealistic expectations for myself. And this past week has kind of made me realize that. So, here's the deal. We decided to not be exclusive and just continue talking and keep it normal. And that was actually great. Um, I told him it was great and I totally meant that because the more I thought about it, the more I was like, shit. You know, maybe you should stop jumping into things. Put a pause on what you're doing and stop trying to label it all. I had, you know, what some might refer to as a come-to-Jesus moment. I had to have a revelation that, shit, (laughs) you can't just keep finding people and thinking that they're going to replace that hole that you have. I think when you start dating someone especially when they're toxic and emotionally abusive, they take, they take a lot from you. I think that they take a portion of who you are from you. And if you just keep trying to fill up that hole that's empty with someone else, that you're going to be fucking broken forever. Like, you just can't do that. <clears throat> that hole is there because you lost part of yourself, Okay. And that it, that's where I stand with it. Is I lost part of who I was. My mom, we don't get along all the time. But something that was a really big influence on me was when she said to me, you know, it's not, it's like you're not you. What happened to my strong, independent little girl? Because I was a feisty little son of a bitch. If you knew me from the age of, I mean, we're going to go 12 under. You knew that I was sassy. I took nothing from no one. And I would even stand up to teachers if I thought they were wrong. I've always been encouraged to have a very loud voice. 
and somewhere along the ages of, you know, 12 and 20, I kind of lost that. I think I lost that for a lot of different personal reasons that don't all need to be listed here. But um, when I started dating Cooper, I think I lost more of that. I didn't know how to stand up for myself. I would ask everyone in my life whether it was okay if I was wearing something. Now, I'm bringing up clothes a lot. And why I'm doing that is because people have brought up to me that the way I dress incredibly reflects how I'm feeling, where I'm at, who I am with, whatever. When I dated Cooper, I actually completely changed how I dressed. It is something that actually is a style that I still kind of hold still, like, close to my heart. And I actually really love it. Oh, God. What did I just turn on? What am I pressing? God. What does that mean? Oh, no. Apparently, there's a button, and then I've also just been messing with my mirrors. Okay, never mind. Sorry, folks. This is what happens when you record in a car, okay? You you press things with your foot. Oh, God, am I still recording? Yeah, thank God. Um, basically, yeah, I, I still wear some of that, but I, I changed. I didn't feel comfortable wearing the stuff that I would wear back in Colorado because he would he would call me a slut um so I've mentioned before uh no we're we're not gonna and that story's not even like useful like it's it's just hurtful and it's a very good you know, explanation, but I don't think it's something that needs to be here. Um, yeah. So, sorry, folks. You got a little spoiler, but I'm not going to spoil. Um, basically, back to my whole damn story. So, I got off, I stopped texting Lucas. We were, we were chilling, but we're, we're fine. I mean, low-key, like, on it, not as not even Loki. Like, I just am really actually glad. Like, I've said this to him so many times that I'm glad where he is with his decision of not wanting to be exclusive because that was kind of the fucking reality check I needed, okay? All these boys that I have been with, the second that I am like, let's be exclusive, they're like, yes, let's do it. And no one ever tells me no. And for once I had someone fucking tell me no. And that was what I needed. <clears throat> That's what I needed to have this breakthrough. And there were a lot of things that I needed to feel like... That needed to happen to feel like I was actually healing from this. It has been five months. Five and a half months? Okay. Somewhere around that time frame. And... 
you know, when my friends are saying to me, he was shitty, and I was like, but I want him back. The amount of times that I have texted my ex-boyfriend saying that I missed what we had, it's ridiculous. When I look at what my friends have said, what my parents have said, what my friends who knew him saw. Shout out to Haley. We might not talk anymore, and you might not hear this. But the second that you told me that I was a different person with him and you said that you were scared that you had never seen someone change so much because of someone else, I am so sorry that I was such a shitty friend that I didn't listen. I've heard so many people tell me that that was bad. It has taken me five months to realize that it was. When I broke up with him, with you, if you're listening, I'm addressing you right now, Cooper. I still loved you. And I've told you that, right? You've seen my texts. But wholeheartedly, I was also telling my friends that because I loved you, I knew that I needed to end this. When I asked you if you loved me back, you told me that you couldn't say that right now. That maybe you did, but you couldn't. About 10 minutes later, after getting off the phone with Lucas and being told no, I messaged my ex-boyfriend. I had messaged him prior because he, because of the thing that that girl had mentioned, and I was like, are you kidding me? It's like, stop talking about me to people. And he said, I never loved you. I never missed you, baby. And yes, he did call me baby. And I never cared. Now we're going to, again, that was, that was a previous message, fast forward. So I actually blocked him several different times. And this time, I blocked him and I got a message back. And I responded and I said, I was like, I just like, I can't. Like, I don't know why every, like every single relationship that I've been in. And this is actually apparently a very common thing among people that have, been with someone that is kind of mean or emotionally abusive um they feel like there is no one else out there for them like there's no one else that is gonna love them if you are used to that and that is the only thing that you know is that weird kind of abusive love every time that you find it you cling to it No, I am not saying that Catholic boy was abusive. He was actually very nice. Um, He was just a boy. He was a dumb boy. Um, Rebound boy. You know who you are. And yeah. That was abusive. I've had two very traumatic relationships. 
one just kind of odd over the past year. And I, sorry, I gotta, I gotta drink my green tea. Um, I never dealt with it. I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but I'm, I'm kind of okay with it. You know, if there is someone listening to this and you have ever dealt with anything, I want you text me, DM me. Well, you probably don't have my phone number, but like, I don't know, DM me if you can. <laughs> Email me. I want to talk to you. So one of the reasons why I want to be a writer is because I actually really want to, you know, have people know that they are not alone. I've gone through a lot of very weird experiences in my life. And no, this is not exactly what I was asking for when I was 18 and applying for colleges going, damn, I wish I had an interesting story to write on my college application. Karma's a bitch, never to say that. But on the real side, basically with our conversation, um, oh my God, this is like, this is a hard episode. Like, I'm not even going to be, I think a lot of people will do like a, like actual people who do podcasts will be like, so guys, that was really hard. Like two episodes later, you know, but like, I'm going to blamely say, this is difficult. If you hear me, you know, kind of, kind of bouncing around. you will, I mean, I'm just going to be honest, why I'm bouncing around is because this is very hard to talk about. In my message, I said, I can't find anyone like you and it sucks. And it sucks. And he said, why you always go back and forth? Love, hate, love, hate. I said, I have never hated you. I can't hate you. That's the thing that hurts. Like, I would love to hate him. I would love to. But I am hurt. Like, I, I've never been angry. I've been so hurt. Um, and, you know, back and forth of mean names and whatever and disrespectful comments It ended with me finding out that he had moved home. And that, and then he said, just so you know, I love you. Ha ha. Just kidding. I'm going to take a moment of silence. Because if you never love Love is a very, very powerful word. Obviously, upon context, I I said here, I think, before that I use love, like, very liberally. But when love is used against you in a malicious way, I don't under, I can't even really explain to you that my heart it broke 
it shattered. It shattered. You know, it was cracked from these five months. It was... It, was, it had band-aids on it from us trying to be friends and him gloating about things and saying nasty comments about me. It, it was... It was disheveled. And when he said that... When you said that, Cooper, I broke. I broke as a person. I... I said, I'm happy for you. And then I blocked you. And that was the moment that I knew that I never missed you. And that the love that I thought was love, you aren't love. You are pain and misery. And that was abuse. That was manipulative. And that one statement. I love you. I'm just kidding. It sounds small. Sounds very insignificant. Right? I think it does. Maybe dumb that I'm upset over it. But that was when I knew I made the right decision. That's when I kind of felt like I was starting to heal. The next day, well, that night, I was really, I was really quiet. I, I was trying to act like it was normal. <laughs> like I was normal. Like it was okay. Um. And the next day, I just cried. You know, I didn't have any makeup on all day, and I just cried. I don't think that I've cried that much since the day that we broke up. I don't think that my heart has really felt that heavy in a long time. And I think that Sorry, I'm kind of, I'm awkward. There's people that I know, and I'm, I'm in my car. And I'm just trying to not, not make it seem like I'm talking to myself on a podcast. You know? But, okay. Basically, what the fuck was I even saying? I don't know. It, it sucked. It sucked, okay? I cried. I cried so much. And then I went and saw my therapist and I explained what happened. And I explained how I felt. And she had validated all the things that I had been experiencing. That that would be a lot to handle.
that I was valid. <clears throat> I set up another appointment, which I'm a big advocate for mental health therapists, medication, meditation, and doing what you need to be the healthiest that you can be. And no, that does not mean I am a grade A person that takes care of themselves all the time. Because if you listen to this, you know that I'm not, okay? Um, but bottom line, I went in twice because I needed to. Now, with the day of crying, I actually ended up texting Lucas. Which, Lucas, if you know, you, you know this. You know our text, you know whatever. And I kind of had a meltdown. And when I read it, when I was writing it, I felt crazy. I think. Not, e- I, not even I think. I, I felt crazy. And when I read it back a day later, I knew that every feeling and every statement I was saying was valid and normal. It wasn't outlandish. It wasn't a seven on a crazy scale. It was a person that was having a really fucking bad day. And I had to validate myself a bit on that. So, run, run. (laughs) I'm seeing one of my sort of sisters. She's running. She's so cute. Um, (laughs) Get fit, girl. Um, Anyway, but basically, yeah, I, I had to validate how I was feeling about that. And so when I went back in my therapist, I was like, I was like, you know what, you're right. After freaking out, after telling that girl that was back, that that was here, that, hey, I thought she was really nice, but I like someone back in Colorado. And actually, I kind of forgot to mention that. I told her, I was like, I'm really into this dude in Colorado, and I just can't. I just can't do this. And then, you know, I talked to him, and it was whatever, the day before. And that was whatever, and that was fine. Um, and that was not at all what I was upset about. But it's, I think it's important to mention that that happened. Um, I don't know why. It just seems contextual. Contextual. That sounds really sexual. Um, I, it added context, okay? Um, it was consensual context, okay? But... <laughs> Oh my god, it got mad at me. <laughs> I heard this like, prom, prom, and I was like, is there a dog? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's called, you can only record for so long until your phone gets mad at you. <laughs> Apparently, who knew? So let's hope that we had all of that. Um, yikes. Oh, we might have missed a portion. Sorry, folks. I'm not going to go back and fix that. Eek. Um... Sure, if you did miss anything, it was like two seconds anyway, so I'm not not really too concerned, honestly. But baseline, folks, is what was I even talking about? Yeah. So I 
freaked out on him and well not even freaked out like i said i read it and it, it was like it was normal sometimes you gotta vent you have to vent and then i went back to her and i was like hey i realized like i was in a really bad place i haven't given myself time to even manage that or deal with that i have been really tired and just kind of stressed and i blatantly was like hey i kind of think that we need to stop talking I know you're all probably thinking, if you're like, oh my god, I've never even, never even met this dude, but you, you said, you know, that you really liked him and all that jazz and whatever, and I do, you know? But also, that's weird. Anyways. Hmm. Sorry, weird weird people outside. <clears throat> this is gonna be the longest episode of my life because I just keep pausing <laughs> because I don't want to talk about it. Um It is not we did not stop talking because I don't like him. That is actually nothing to do with it, folks. It is very much because I have my life here. I did long distance once with someone I had been dating. And I found out that they, I don't know if I mentioned this before, um, he was always gonna break up with me. Actually, he was very upset about me breaking up with him, but he had a plan to break up with me. (laughs) You know, I, I was dating someone like that long distance and that was so unhealthy. You know, like, that was... It was a bunch of bullshit, dude. And this isn't unhealthy. It's just, like... We're not dating. We're not going to be exclusive. What are we doing? (laughs) Like, let's talk when I can make plans with you. Let's talk when I'm in town. When the things that are happening in my life are, like, relevant somewhat to you. (laughs) And I'm going to let you, you know have this time to meet whoever you want and date whoever you want you know vice versa and have the freedom to do that and not have to respond to me because we're not dating so what this week taught me guys if you want to know the weird and tangenty and hard for me to discuss and talk about and all that jazz is that number one relationships are weird so I'm actually going to be doing this kind of cool thing hopefully it comes out soon but I'm really I'm waiting to get some more things it might come out in the next two months about dating and technology and how that changes things folks and um, you know people's experiences with dating and then also like it just made me realize like Our parents didn't meet on Tinder, guys. Okay? It's flat out. Like, our parents did not meet on Tinder. You don't... I mean, maybe you do. But the universe puts a person in your life for a reason. Okay? Right? 
our parents maybe maybe not your parents i don't know maybe they met on match.com i no idea but my parents they met in middle school and then they met years later at a fucking mall okay and then they dated for two years and got married they're cute as fuck and that's blatantly like people don't meet on the internet and have that be the thing and that was another thing that though i really do like him I needed to have it be like if we were going to start dating, it was that we came together on our own accord. It was not because we were texting this entire time because we met on an app. We felt a kind of service to that. I feel as though you need to have some real life in things. So when I went into my therapist day one, I explained that everything kind of felt fake. And in the past day, I started the project that I mentioned before. And I've actually received a lot of emails about people saying that when they met people on Tinder, when they were doing long distance, when they were texting, it felt fake. One comment that I'm going to draw from is, in a perfect world, we could just all talk in person, okay? We used to do that. So question is, why why now? Why is that all the green teens gone and I'm upset? But you know what I mean? Like why why is that a thing that we can't do anymore? We're all texting and Snapchatting and shit. I've decided to make a really big step for myself. And I'm not going to fucking date. In my episode, Maybe I'm Okay Alone, I kind of touched on that. But I'm moving to a new city in the fall. And I'm moving to a new place with fresh start. And until I figure out what the fuck I'm doing and with myself I'm just not going to be exclusive with people no that doesn't make me a whore no that doesn't make me a prude and no that doesn't make me someone who is against relationships or a feminazi I think for once, I need to work on me. So I'm going to be starting with this journey in front of all of you. Like I said, over the past five months, not one moment did I let myself heal from that. I found a very much deeper understanding of what love is and what relationships are and what I want out of people. In the past five months, right? Okay. But I want to find out what's wrong with relationships. I want to find out how I'm making relationships toxic. How to view, like, spot toxic people and be like, hey, I don't want that bitch in my life. Nah. Like, I want to go on this journey with you guys. To make dating better. To 
low-key call it the fact that as women we're treated like shit like dude (laughs) but that's that's my love life update dudes yesterday i went on a date with this dude that i had a crush on when i first moved here low-key very nice person (laughs) very awkward date okay very very awkward i was like are are you gonna talk (laughs) no okay um I feel like I'm having revelations. I'm not a go with the flow person. And Cooper, if you're listening to this, you always said that you were like a stream floating down and I was like a waterfall. Well, buddy, I'm joining your stream, okay? I've kind of realized that the universe takes us where we need to go. I told this to you, Lucas, when you, when I was texting you, that whether we're friends or we date or whatever, or whatever the fuck happens, the universe will take us where we need to be. And I fucking believe that if anyone is meant to be in your life, they'll be in it. And if you want to keep someone in your life, you can keep them in your life. It's all about what's meant to be and how it's supposed to go. Things happen for a reason. Over the past year, I really fucking learned that. I had a stroke, and I thought that was the end of the world. But it really allowed me to figure out what the fuck I wanted to do. I broke up with my boyfriend, and it made me realize that I'm done being treated like a piece of human garbage. And if a guy sends me a stupid text message on Tinder or Snapchat or ignores my texts, that boy's not worth my time. I've gone through a lot. Or at least what I think it's a lot. People tell me it's a lot. So I'm just going to say it's a lot. But there are a lot of fucking things that I've learned. And a lot of things that I've yet to learn. But yeah. I think. That's the tea dude. I I talked to my ex-boyfriend. And now I'm going to be single. I'm going to not be talking to this dude back in Colorado. But then when we get back. We're going to see how it goes. And we're going to meet up for coffee. And you know see if. What we want to do. I have gone out with people and we're going to see how that goes. I'm going and hanging out with my friends. I'm putting myself into the creative forces and I'm allowing myself to have the ability to have the universe guide me. I'm working on projects around these revelations and I'm allowing myself to be me. Um, And that's something that's really important. So, so folks, um, that's it. You're also going to notice that I, I changed the title of this. Shout out to Lucas. Thank you for the name. 
what it means, the life I loved for others. It is melancholy, like everything I represent, so it's super aesthetically like nice for me. And then also, I call out a lot of feelings that I feel for other people in the show, okay? And I think that the title holds a lot of that. All of the people I've mentioned here, I hold a lot of love for, if I've said so. No, I'm not saying that I still love my ex-boyfriend. No, I'm not. Um, Cooper, you should go see a therapist. Um, thank you. Beyond that point, Lucas, I have... I don't love you, like, in a relationship way. I'd like to clarify, but, like, I have a lot of love for you as a human being. I have a lot of love for Ava and Amanda and Haley and my parents and Brandy, my therapist, I love you. And all of the people that over the past week have made me feel validated and made me feel okay and have made me have some really massive revelations where just flat out like, you know, I don't have to do this anymore. I don't have to be treated like shit by people. I can change that. So I'm, I'm going to leave you guys, I think, on that. That I'm going to let the universe guide me. Get ready for some fun fucking stories, because... Letting the universe guide you does not mean that I get to have any less fun. If anything, I think it's going to be more. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye.